Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Mike Lyons. Mike Lyons is the Chief Information Security Officer at Calibra. He is responsible for owning and championing the company's security governance and advocating for both customers and Calibra's technology. Mike brings over 20 years of experience in information security, most recently as Head of Security Strategy at ServiceNow, an enterprise IT cloud company. Previously, he served in various senior security analysts and security architecture roles at Gray Group and WPP Group. Mike maintains his CISSP and is passionate about democratizing data. Well, good afternoon, Mike. Welcome to the show. Hi, Brian. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. You bet. Absolutely. So cybersecurity obviously is always a relevant topic, especially in this day and age during the pandemic. Mike, I wanted to really jump into some questions here. So let's get started. You have a sound background in technology. You really specialize in security now. You're a chief information security officer. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth? Sure. Um, so I think the, you know, a lot about my growth has come from just a general interest in technology as a whole, as well as being, you know, heavily focused on the business itself needs to function. And so there's a, an opportunity for security to play a part in maturing organizations at the same time, understanding that, that risk is a balance and, and having a, a level of risk tolerance is much more important than having just pure risk avoidance. And I think through my career, it's something that I've focused on is partnering with our business, with my business partners, so that they can understand that I'm not just trying to make passwords longer, but that I'm actually trying to help us accelerate our business in a, in a unique way. Thank you for sharing that. Obviously, as a technology executive myself, security is always at the top of mind, so I can totally relate, and I know a lot of our listeners can relate to that. So thanks for keeping our world safer. So, Mike, as you know, everybody globally has had to make major shifts to adapt to this new normal because of the pandemic. Could you share with us what you're doing to adjust and stay ahead of these hacking schemes that are out there? Yeah, the biggest things that we're, you know, we've been working with our with our employees on is education. You know, I, we have all hands continuously with, with our employees and these are company-wide all hands. But we, you know, we make sure that we include messages about, you know, what, what to be a, on a lookout for. We try our best to, to leverage technologies that allow our users to make good decisions and, and keeping our, our users empowered, but at the same time, you know, giving them warnings when possible. For example, we've recently rolled out a technology that helps our user base identify what is potentially a phishing email or maybe it's a spam email. When we were going that route, you know, I understand that I work for a software company. Calibra has got people that are mostly tech savvy. And in that, they like to use their own mail clients. And, you know, we're a little bit of a open open in that, in that regard because these are very competent individuals. So we had to come up with a technology that allowed us to be very agnostic with some of our clients. Uh, our clients, not meaning our users, our clients, meaning our mail clients uh, specifically. And so we've created, we've actually acquired technologies that allow to bring those things right to the forefront. The other thing that we've, we've shifted a little bit, and I think we'll keep it, frankly, is that we have a, a newsletter that goes out to the whole company saying good things that are happening. But in there, there's like a, you know, a security corner or it's a, a security bulletin. And in, in there, it's just some best practices of, you know, what we are, what we're seeing and, you know, what, what we'd like our, our users to be slightly more aware of. And the feedback there is, has been very good. We, you know, there's lots of ways to do security awareness, but doing it continuously, expecting it. I think staying close to our users is probably the short version and the long versions as I described it. 
Thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. And you're absolutely right. I think one of our biggest opportunities, I'll just call it that, could be a challenge for some, but is that end user education, which is really, really important these days. So thank you for sharing that. So Mike, you talked a little bit about some of the things you're doing, but could you share with us maybe some of the underlying technologies? I've spoke with others in your space that leverage uh, you know, AI or machine learning, deep learning technologies. Are you leveraging any of that type of stuff in your company today? Absolutely. So obviously data is what we're trying to protect at the end of the day, right? We're not trying to protect servers or phones or laptops. We're, we're trying to protect data because the devices themselves, you secure those things by, you know, keeping them close to you, put them in a bag or, you know, don't leave them on the your windows open in the car if they don't have a dashboard. So we're trying to protect data. So we, we actually, we have the opportunity of, of, of leveraging machine learning in the context of data. So we can use technologies to actually determine what data it is. So, you know, is this a, is this a PII? Is this a HIPAA data? E, EPHI more specifically? Is this other structured data? And we, we leverage um, our own technologies around machine learning for that. The other area that we leverage machine learning is, is around our next generation antivirus technologies, anti-malware technologies. We also leverage some machine learning around our phishing protections. One specifically, you know, one of the things that we've, we've seen as a result of the pandemic has been an uptick in you know, CEO, CFO, CXO, I guess we call it, fraud. And so, you know, it's, this is the, these emails that have, you know, that try to create some compelling event. You know, I need, uh, I, I don't have access to my, my laptop. I need you to wire this money over to here for me really quickly. And those things are on the rise. And so we actually use machine learning to detect a message that may come from a leader. So at the bottom, I sign my emails all the same way. So if the email was signed similar to me or my name is in the signature and it didn't come from my email address, we actually use some interesting capabilities around those things. And then, you know, generally just trying to determine and stop, stop those phishing threats through some of those machine learning capabilities. That's great. I appreciate you sharing that, Mike. It's interesting because as a hacker out there, a lot of these tools and methods are, are free, right? So companies and people like you have to spend a lot of money, do a lot of research to stay ahead of these particular threats. So I appreciate you sharing what you're doing with your company and keeping us safe. Mike, last question. This is where our audience, they want to know more about who Mike Lyons is. Can you share something from your career experience that would be helpful for those looking to grow their career either in tech or cybersecurity? Absolutely. So Brian, when we were just chatting before we uh, we actually started recording our session here today, we were talking about podcasts being a really critical thing. Today, my phone broke this morning. I had to run over to the Apple store to get my phone fixed. And one of the uh, one of the people that were, was helping me, one of the geniuses, um, as they're known, was, uh, was asking a similar question to this. And I find podcasts are just such great ways to, to learn so much about technology, especially the cybersecurity space, considering how fast and it moves. You know, the threats are changing constantly, but also through those podcasts, you'll get those fundamentals. You'll be able to understand and see that, you know, attacks that happened, you know, 10 years ago, maybe making their, their rounds again, but, you know, the way that they're, they're leveraging them are, are different. I find that to be critical. You know, the other big one in this, you know, current environment where travel is, is heavily restricted is there are groups out there that like to work together, you know, whether it's via Slack or whether it's via Zoom. And so, I'm fortunate to, you know, my company is a, is a venture-backed company. And so some of our, our ventures, organizations that have been supporting us have, uh, have created groups of, of security professionals and gotten us together to, to go through various topics. So I definitely encourage folks that are interested to, you know, to look at joining your local, your local groups and getting involved. 
years ago, I was involved in, uh, in some of the groups in New York and, and obviously from those conferences, but now we need to come up with new and creative ways to connect with each other and, and learn from each other. I think that's super important, Mike, especially, you know, in a virtual world nowadays, uh, everything has gone online. And thankfully, we've got areas of opportunities, I should say platforms, really, that we can grow. Uh, LinkedIn has been a a great example of that. So thank you for sharing. And Mike, it was a pleasure having you on the show today, and I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Great. Thank you so much, Brian. This was really good. good. Great chat. Thank you. Bye for now. 